It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Elliot Shore Parks somehow covered in caramel. Dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. Like, so there's these snacks that are out in the lobby here, and it's like, this is ironic. There's coffee. So like <laughs> I, I it's eat it. Ironic, I yes. eat it because it feels like it gives me a boost. And so it's kind of like a five-hour energy thing, but it's in the shape of a piece of chocolate with caramel in the middle. Uh-huh. And I took a bite, and the caramel, like, dripped out, and it got on my beard, my, like, not very big beard. And I put my hand in it to try to get it out, and so now it's on my hands. And it's just, it's not great. It's just, you know what? You're a warrior. I am. I mean, again, these are the days. slow you down. This is why I went to college. You know, like, (laughs) this is why they prepare, this is what they prepare you for. This is, this is, I remember the college class. Um, on having caramel on you, but having things to do and getting through it. Yes. I watched the most insane reality show on the face of the planet. Ooh. Should I save it for the end or now? It's up to you. Probably save it at the end. Yeah, I'll save it's it for the end. It's more fun that way. It's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. And coming from you. And I've already watched seven episodes like of it. You're like Mr. Reality Show. Oh, I love it. I'm just saying the premise <laughs> of it is insane. I can't wait to hear it. it Thank you. sounds amazing. I love a good insane premise. Isn't it crazy the drafts in 16 days? It's unbelievable. Like It, it feels doesn't like feel real. Like that. Well, it felt like cause it was this monolithic thing with that now two pigs, but three pigs. Right. And the, such a big deal. And then it felt like it was never going to happen. And now it's it's here. It's yeah. like creeping up on us, Well, dude. and also, like, I remember when the season was ending, it was kind of like, well, we'll see what they do in the playoffs, but ultimately the draft's going to be so interesting. And, like, it is, but I kind of feel like there hasn't really – what makes the draft fun to me is when everybody wants a player, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like uh, – Justin Jefferson, good example, especially for that you. you had to go for I that. remember like Dalvin Cook was cool, a big buddy. one. Yeah. Good one. Thanks like, for reminding everyone about that. That's um, when CD Lamb started to drop. call the Eagles about Jalen Rager. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I bet. I'm not, look, I, I believe the has report there ever been and everything, a more but Eagles like. Leak? Well, yeah, but it's clear. Like, has there ever been a more Eagles leak in the history of leaks? Like, oh, teams are calling us about Rager. If you want him, you better yeah. get in now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's like, what's the trade for Rager? Like, like, what what do you think if the team called? I don't think you get a conditional seventh for uh, Rager. I disagree. I, I think you could probably I get. I think you have to trade away a pick. It's like a, a Al Horford trade. You got to trade away a pick to get rid of Rager. I mean, come on. Who wants this guy? This is a bit of a side note, but I think uh, I said this on the show, 
and I don't know if it came across clearly, but I, I think it's an interesting question. So Rube, Ruben Frank of uh, Eagles legend, beat writer. Uh, <laughs> of Eagles legend. Of just, yeah, just the GOAT. Um, but uh, he always says this, how like when players from other teams come here, fans are much more willing to forgive their flaws than they are for guys that they've seen sure. already. So imagine a world where Rager was on the trade block, right? Like he had, let's say he played for I don't know, like the Oakland Raiders for two years or something mm-hmm. like that. And there was he was available. Don't you think there'd be some fans who would be like, "Yeah, take a flyer on dude." Him. He was a former first fans round pick. Were excited about Doriel Green Beckham, of course. Yes, exactly. Course. So, so yeah. to your point, I do think you probably get like, I bet if they trade Rager, it's a trade where the reaction is, "Wow, I can't believe they got that for him." Like, I bet there's. Other oh, t- I don't think so. I think you get like I, a fifth. I, I, or- I think if a fan were trading for Rager, maybe, but I think teams watch Jalen Rager play. And before yeah. they're going to trade for the guy, they're going to look at his tape but, and be like, oh, this guy gives you nothing. But like also zero. coaches are very this confident. This guy should not be in the NFL. He yeah. should be in the NFL. He was, the problem, too, is that while he was taking the first round, he was not a first-round talent. You know, every single, you know, uh, there were very few people. Right, he was top of the second, end of the first. Yeah. Oh, and even then, he was middle second. I mean, some some people had him. Ray Dinger had him as a third-round player. You right. know, like, so I do think that, you know, it's not one of those things where it was like a stone cold first round talent and people look at like, oh, he's all the talent. Like I think Rager was just a disastrous pick and he looks like a disaster and I yeah. think his career's over. I think he's never going to do anything in the NFL. I, I, yeah, I think the chances are slim. Like 15%. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. No, like well, I mean, 1.5%. Like, we have seen players improve. 1.5%. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather keep Rager? Trade. I didn't know no. he'd be leading the with Rager. The answer is no. The answer is no. So if someone offered you a seventh round pick, you would take. I him. would trade him for free. I'd cut him. See, I, I would think cut I him. would. I would cut him. I would cut him. I would not bring him to camp. I would cut him right now. I'd be so, done with him. So I think he's a symbol of all that's wrong. There, I, I don't even disagree with that. And I think like bringing him back. I've the one. I've the one that said this. Like well, I, I don't the, think I just going don't to. think they will. I but want them. I to. don't think there's. And to a certain degree, there's no harm in bringing him into camp and just seeing. Like if it's if it's a seventh round it. pick, I like it. I get it. I just I. I know, and there's a yeah. cap hit, and all. I get it. I know that this is not logical. I can't stand him. I never want to see him in an Eagles uniform again. So, yeah, cut him. I mean, him. and for his own well-being, I hope he is traded. Yeah, well, like I think he, but, but to where were we? I was going down. I was saying something else. The draft. The I'm draft. Excited about the draft. Sixteen days. Yes. Pretty crazy. Oh, you, oh, that it's more exciting when when player people want one player. Oh yeah, it's more, like I feel like I guess Jamison Williams is maybe turning into that guy. Are you there with him? I will. Yeah, I've I've been there. Would you take? I love James. Would you take him at fifteen? Sure, but I think you can get him at eighteen. I can't tell because so many people say he's the best receiver in the draft, if not for his injury. I think he is the best receiver. And his his injury is going to be like, I mean, no big deal. Yeah, he tore it in January. Like it's a nine month injury. He'll be ready by week one. Pretty wild the ACL tears. You remember when we were growing up, like. You know, well, when you grew up, did they even know what the ACL they, is? Yeah, I mean, they, just, they taped it together. And yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, it is wild. Like, the, this the injury is like, oh, it's never going to Could you imagine thing. if you tore your ACL, how long you would talk about oh, it? Oh, my God. Years. I, the rest I, of my years. life. I only got to ever work out again. I would, I, it would be my excuse for everything. Yeah. Every, t- Ten years down the road, I would, like, not walk quickly or something somewhere. I'd be like, guys, I tore my ACL. Dude. Like, come on. Like, me last week, I must have slept funny in my bed, and my side was really sore. And I didn't work out for three days. <laughs> I was like, no, Elliot, don't. You don't want to push it. You don't yeah. want to push it. If I had a torn ACL, you would never be able to get me to be a productive ath- athlete again. Yeah, well, athlete. <laughs> you can see his face, but everyone out there just trust me. It was perfect. It was a very good song. It's like the golf thing. People are. I, I was wondering what people were Did tweeting about. Did people get about mad recently. about the golf thing? Yeah. This yeah. one guy. <laughs> 
So for yeah, those that don't know, I did. tweeted that golfers should be allowed to ride in carts. People were not happy. And someone tweeted me back. So this dead serious. He tweeted me back. You could never walk the Augusta course. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I walked. I, I'm walking back and forth to the studio today. That's almost three miles. You could make it. You would fall down. And I mean, carrying the car, carrying carrying the bag ball. would suck. But they don't carry their own bag. Yeah, and again, like we're not talking about running a marathon. Yeah, here. walk, walk. And masters. This one person said, like, "Well, there's like hills and elevation." I'm oh, like, really? I've seen the course. Like the hills are yeah, not. And it's like, like, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? what's like, the degree angle on the hill? Like, like I don't know. I'm in my 20%. 30s. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, in shape. I never tore my ACL. I think I'll be okay here. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but is there like one player that you think that you like you really want? I feel like you normally. Oh, I guess Nicobe Dean. Yeah, I'm not gonna get him. So I've. I've I don't know. I mean, yes, he's my top dude. If he's there at 18, I think they could take him. Really? 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 Like, is this just, ah, it could happen? Or do you really think there's real belief, like, reasoning? I mean, I think they will take the best player on their board at 18. I think at 15 is where they're going to hope it's a pass rusher. I think at 18, they will take the best player on their board. That's interesting. All right, so we're going to have a little fun with the 15-18 pick in a little bit. We'll get to that. We're going to mess around. Some say a lot of fun. I would say all the fun. Yes, lots of fun. For me, it's going to be all the fun. Um, but a couple other things to get into quickly. We talked a little bit on the Saturday show about uh, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. We'll just say Honey Badger so neither of us messes up his name. Well, let's just agree. Tyron Matthew. Sure. We're, yeah. Agreement. We're done? That's how we're saying Matthew. It. Okay. I'm just going to call Matt. Can I call Matt? Is it definitely Tyron? Tyron? This <laughs> <laughs> is what we're here. We're right, honey here. Badger. The Honey Badger. Um, got into it a little bit. I think, you know, we both, even me, who's, you know, kind of, less uh, in on this year in terms of, like, from a resources standpoint, I think we both are would be fine with it considering the the money and the years, like, as long as that's, you know, in range. I think it's a, a good, smart signing for this team right now. How real is it, though? Because, you know, it seems like it's one of those things where every uh, – Twitter sleuth out there is yeah. Like, oh, Eagles are in deep with me. And he oh, like, it's like, like and I've literally tweet, never yeah. heard of any of the people who are saying it. And they're quote tweeting people who are like, I didn't say that. Like all kinds of stuff like yes. that. So it's a, it's a earmuffs. One, two, three. It's a shit show out there. So break down the shit show for us. How real is this? The the potential that the Eagles might actually come away from this free agency with a player that everyone's excited about. So I I definitely think it's real because it's late in free agency. There's not as many teams out there bidding for him. I don't think he's going to get a big money deal, which helps the Eagles. And they're definitely interested. They met with him. They did a virtual meeting. They've been in on him the whole time. Like, I don't think this is like uh, his market didn't develop, so they they weren't in on him. Like, they tried to pay Marcus Williams. They had some interest in Justin Reed. Like, they have been in on a safety. So I I do think they like him. They like his versatility. I I actually think his personality is a big, like, thing for them. If you look at what he would bring as, like, a leader to that defense, I think the defense is somewhat devoid of leadership. Like, Brandon Graham, great guy, like, strong leader. But I don't think he's, like, a – like, Matt, like Tyron Matthew would, like, bring an edge to the defense. I don't think they have right now. You're not getting it from linebacker. You're not getting it from any oh, of the You're not going to get an edge from Hassan Ridgeway. You see what I'm saying there? There or it Hassan, is. Hassan Reddick. Yeah, Hassan you blew Ridgeway. it up. You, blew it. You, you messed edge it. Edge rusher. See what I did? Um, like, Darius Slay, really Darius so Slay is like so a— I'm so sorry to everyone that that was, like, 10 seconds of their life. They'll never get back. Good thing we don't cut. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> Or edit, I should say. Yeah. Like, Darius Slay, I think, is a leader, and I think he, like, he helps develop players— but he's an outside corner that, like, let's be honest, is like a bit of like a silly personality. Yeah, like, I don't think and he corners brings... have like the bit of a diva thing. Yeah, oh, he's, he's on not, the outside, yeah, so yeah. it's just like different. So I think that they really like that part of him, but also the versatility part of it. I do think they need a player like him. Like, 
Everyone likes to rip on Jonathan Gannon, but like he had no versatility from his safeties last year, and it impacted how he had to play him. He had slow safeties that could only do a certain number, of, like that could only really do the specific things they were asked. Like Matthew, you could move all around. You could put him at slot. You could put him in like a box, like Malcolm Jenkins type role. You could have him play deep safety. I don't know if he's still like he's still fast enough to do it. I don't think he has like elite level speed in terms of sideline to sideline, but he's still quick enough if you want to play him back. Uh, you could do that. So I think it'd be huge for him if they can get him. I mean, huge might be a bit of an overstatement, but I think he would be like, I mean, he's obviously their best safety. He would be one of the top five players on their defense. And I think that, like, if I were him, I would pick the Saints over the Eagles. But Why? I think, well, because he's from New Orleans. He Forget played that, at LSU. Just like football I think that matters. I, well, but I'm saying that's my reason. There, oh, there's you. no other, like, my reason is if I was an NFL free agent and take my life personally, grew up in Philly, went to Temple, if, like, Hassan, Hassan Reddick, perfect example. Like, if you have that opportunity to go back home, like, you only get so many chances to do that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, and so for him to come and play for the Saints when he's still good, he went to LSU, he grew up in New Orleans, he was born in New Orleans. Like, I think it's a special opportunity that if all money is relatively equal, I think he'll pick the Saints. So I think the Eagles will probably have to overpay to get him. But I think there's a very real chance. Like, I think it's either the Saints, the Eagles, and, like, of course, the Rams, because who knows. But ultimately, I think it's one of those two teams. So what what does overpay to get him mean? I mean, obviously, we don't know exactly what type of contract thing. You can infer certain things. You know, he's still out there. No one right. signed him. It seems like there are only a couple teams really in and on him, you know. So I don't think the market for him is as big as he or other people thought it was going to be. But, you know, if you had to guess, you know, just your knowledge. It's a tough of, question. I mean, it, it is. It, it depends is. what he wants, too. Like, does... Like, in from what do the Eagles want? Like, do they want to own his rights for two years, right? Like, if you're bringing him in here and he's going to be really good, like, now the Eagles have shown they're willing to do one-year deals where guys can take take bets on themselves. They did it with a lot of guys last year. Nelson, Anthony Harris, Eric Wilson, like, a lot of one-year deals type of guys. So I, I think, like, if it's one year, the number to me that if they signed him to, like, a one-year deal that's actually, like, four years so the cap hit stretched out, like, I think eight or $9 million to me seems fair. Like, I think he's above, like, the 3 or $4 million player. I don't think he's a double-digit player. But I think, like, he would really help this team if they if they brought him in, and I think that's worth paying for. So I could picture him getting, like, a two-year, $14 million deal with nine of it guaranteed, and, like, the cap hits are stretched out, so his cap hits only actually, like, $3 million. Like, that's, in my head, what I kind of view him as being worth. Yeah, I mean, that seems like an incredibly fair deal, I would think, for the situation, the player, the need. What kind of, because, you know, we'll, we'll, as the season goes on, as the draft happens, as the final moves are made, we'll really hone in on this stuff. But you've been more down on the Eagles as a roster than you were at this time last offseason comparatively and all that. What kind of, like, what kind of change would a Tyron Matthew move make for you in terms of where you're at with this team? Well, like, you, how big a signing is? You don't want to hear this, but if they sign him, like, oh they're a defensive team oh, and their buddy. best chance of making the playoffs oh, is Jonathan oh, no. Gannon. Well, shut it like, down. It's been a fun year. I mean, look, if let's they, look ahead to twenty twenty four. We got CJ Stroud. What's going on? If they get him and then they hit, I don't know. You don't have to have like a home run hit, but if they can get someone in the first round that gives them like four or five sacks and like you know pretty good consistent pressure, I think they could be a top ten defense. And then you look at their schedule. Like now, certainly Washington's an interesting debate on like if they're better or not. Like the Giants. Okay, I agree with you, but I, I think, like, the high of making fun of Carson is kind of worn down a little. I, I think that I would rather have Taylor Heineke than Carson. Ah, that's that's Yeah, that's it's strong. Stretch. I mean, let's be real. Like, that's strong. Ca- Carson strong. is Carson's I think Carson capable. stinks, though. I think he but stinks. But he's also capable of, like, having, like— 
He makes some three good quarters throws. where like he makes throws that Tyler Heineke would not. Yes, I agree. He will make throws that, that Heineke will not. Yeah. So like, but ultimately, ultimately they get to play Wentz twice. They get to play Daniel Jones twice. They're playing bad teams this year. So they and again, like this is our debate we got into a lot. John Gannon. One thing he is very good at is shutting down really bad quarterbacks. And I know that no one wants to appreciate that, but like he is, and they don't play many good quarterbacks next year. So if you add the honey badger, I mean, I think there's a chance this team. No more excuses for Gannon. That's what it means. Well, yeah. I I don't know about all that. But like, so I think it would be a a signing that makes the defense better. And because they're going to need their defense to win, I think it increases their chances of winning. But I still view them like a 7 8. Oh, wow. I, and like I would probably pick seven before nine, wow. I guess, if I really had to pick. Wow, I'm just so down on the very birds. concerned about the fact that they've done nothing to help the passing offense. Yeah, well, you like know. I think that's a it's for me it's a major concern because it was the biggest problem with the team last year. Now, if they draft Jamison Williams, like that could be it could be we don't know what he's going to be, but it could be something that really helps them. If if they do it, I'm not going to sit here and go up like they're a playoff team. But I think that if if they, he turns in what he could be, now again, Hurts has to. Improve, but her yeah. test improve. Uh, if hurts improves, they're going to be better. Yeah, Lotta. bottom line, like that's really what it comes down to. So like, then, why don't you're the one who said I think Jalen Hurts is the best option at franchise quarterback? Yeah, you're taking this route. Has- so, but how can you how can you be down on the team in terms of their overall production if you ex- if you are believing in Hurts and, and expecting him to take a step well, forward? Won't they just be better because of Hurts? I think me and you are on the same page with Hurts, which is we have our reservations, but we were we once were like really high on him. We're probably soured on him a little from what used to be, but I would say we're probably still higher on him than most people. Agree. But what I'm saying is like when I look at the three options for them to get a – well, I guess four really. The four options for them to have a franchise quarterback. It's Jalen Hurts drafting a quarterback this year, drafting a quarterback next year, trading for a quarterback. Like those are really the only four options. I don't, and I think Hertz, like, like the pie wise, if I were to put like a percentage on each, I think Hertz is the best chance they have at finding a franchise quarterback because I don't think they're gonna be able to trade for one. I don't think they're gonna be able to get high up high enough in next year's draft to get one. And so, like this year's draft, we can talk about a little bit in terms of how they're continually doing homework on them. But I don't know if I see like someone in the draft, like you could convince me in the guys, but I don't think any of them are such a clear cut better option than Hertz. So I still think Hertz is their best chance, but. You know, is he going to go from like the 15th quarterback to the seventh best quarterback? Like, that's the type of leap I think he has to make for this team to be significantly better. Uh, I, look, I. And that's even if you have him 15th. Like, that's probably around where I would put him. But yeah, he's somewhere you in the have 15 to 20 like, range. Yeah. Where he's at. You know, I think for, for most people, and some might have him after 20, I would, I would assume. Yeah, look, but I think, I think he's going to be better. And I think him being better will make the team better. I mean, it is the same roster, essentially. I know that there are holes in that roster, but it's essentially the same roster. Yeah. They just won nine games. It's the second year with the coaching staff, uh, both on both sides of the ball. I think that's valuable. It's Hurts' second year as a starter. A lot of guys, you know, Devontae's second year, the big leap from year one to year two. Goddard gets the full season as the tight end. And yeah, and all that's true. So I do think that... I think there is the chance that they could be better or at least the same more or less in terms of wins or whatever without Hurts taking a monumental leap with him just being the 12th best quarterback in the NFL or whatever. I do think it's possible. It's possible. I just... Especially with the schedule. Yeah, the schedule. But, like, I, I'm i just tired of the schedule being the best reason. Well, like, hey, I, I, you know, like... It is I, what it is, it would be, It'd be easier to look at the team and feel good about them if I was like, well, I know that... I mean, the, like, if I had to list what I feel best about with the team, 
I feel the best about their offensive line and their running game. I feel really good about the defense. I guess I feel really, good. Really, really good. Well, their defense was fine last year. So, like, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, they had like four bad games yeah. against good quarterbacks. Yes, against the elite quarterbacks, they struggled. That is very true. That is true for a lot of mm. defenses. But like, they're not. You can't say I feel very good about the defense if you if you know that they the defense won't be the reason they don't make the playoffs. I guess is what I should say. They they will not make. They they will. I think I feel fine about the defense. Is about as. Well, who do you feel better about the offense or the defense? The offense. Wow, really? Yes, they are still are an elite running team. Like we talked, just because they don't get better at passing, like the offense yeah, was way better than the, the defense I last mean, year, and I think it's going to be better again. Well, well, you think the offense was way better than the defense? Was, okay, it was better. The offense was better than the I defense. I guess I don't. I don't know. I mean, if you take away that week seventeen game, which or week eighteen game, which we can debate if you want to do that or not. But if you do, they were a top. I don't 10 care defense. about the stop with these. But that matters. Stats. It matters. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, they, they didn't were beat lot, anybody. But there were a lot of games yeah, last anybody year. Yeah, anybody can be a top 10 defense against the Jets and the Giants in Washington. Of course. But then, but you don't do that same thing when you flip it. For what? Like, I'm saying, like, there were like there were a lot of games last year where, where we were watching this team, and it was like, I'm saying you the, know, I, 17 I don't think to 7 great. in the third. I'm not saying, I'm like, the offense was awesome. I'm saying the offense is better than the defense. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it's marginal. Maybe it's not a ton. But I think the offense is better than the defense. And I feel better about the offense being better again this year because I think Jalen Hurts takes a step forward, and that alone makes the offense better. All right. I mean, I think an interesting question, I don't know if I know the answer to it, though, is like if you had to trust the offense to get a stop or the, the, sorry, the defense to get a stop or the offense to score, who would you trust? Well, I think it's easier to get a stop on defense. But, you know, holistically right. taking the heart of the question, I would trust the offense over the defense. So I think I would, too. Just because I actually think it's easier to score than it is to get a stop. Just because the, the I mean, it depends what you need though. to. Like, do you need there a field goal? Do you need a touchdown? You're right about that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just look at the team and like, unless Hertz is going to take a massive leap forward, they're going to need to win a lot of low scoring games. A lot of like low score possession, like time possession, like you know, field goals instead of touchdowns. Like those. That's what I project this team being. Well. We're going to find out. Still a lot of moves to come. Speaking of those moves, you Great just counter. Mentioned. Yeah. I'm full of them. We're going to find out. You just mentioned, let's talk draft. And and specifically what the quarterbacks you're on it, you just mentioned it. They have, and look, official position, I do not want them to draft any of these guys. Like, Definitely that's your position. I'm out. Like, if okay. they want to take someone in the third or fourth so you round, heard of like, third and fourth round as, a, as, a, as what the idea of the Jalen Hurts pick that they sold to us is, is we want a young, cheap, cost-controlled backup for the next four years who is our backup. Fine with that. Like, totally okay with that. I have a that. quick, quick, quick Hurts thing that I think, I don't know if anyone made this point at the time, but in retrospect, it should have been very telling. When we talk about, like, what they projected Jalen Hurts to be, the fact that they were willing to take him in the fourth round and not have the fifth-year option, I think is actually somewhat telling. When in the second round, you mean? Yeah, sorry. They, yeah. Taking him in the second round and not, ha- and not they didn't like him enough where they felt they needed the fifth-year option. Right. And I think that's telling. Because they are definitely a team that if they like a quarterback, sees the extreme value of owning that fifth-year option. Yeah, I, I think that value is, it's important, but I don't think it's that important in the sense that by, like, one way or the Most other. Most of them get paid before, Yeah, right? one yeah. way or the other, if, if he's the guy, you're going to pay him one way or the other, no matter what. But it's a good bargaining chip. It is, no, I, I don't think it's meaningless. I, I get your point. I'm just saying I don't think it's, like, a massive thing where if, if he's the guy, he's the guy, and you're going to pay him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think. The fact that they were okay only having him on a four-year deal, though, I think backs up their thing of saying we kind of just viewed they him as drove, a backup. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Um, all right, what do you make though? At my official position, like I said, I do not want them to draft one of these guys. But 
you know, they keep talking to him. You know, they spent an hour on the phone with Hugh Freeze. They've had Matt Corral in multiple yeah. times or whatever. You know, they they took Kenny Pickett out to dinner. You know, all the stuff where it's smoke screens. Is it not smoke screens? Are they actually interested? Is this just, you know, due diligence? Or is there real want there on their end? How do you, as someone who's covered the team for a decade or whatever it is, like a long time, yeah. you've been around a lot of these Barbara drafts. Barbara Walters of the beat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We definitely got to keep this going. It's a good T-shirt. I'm Barbara Walters. Yeah, just a T-shirt of my face yeah. and just Barbara Walters yeah. of the beat. Yeah. yeah. By the way, and this is a, a, a tangent and an aside. Go for it. Uh, Earmuffs123. Someone has to make I Hate This Fucking Place T-shirts. Oh, I, mean, I know, yeah. It is, what a what a perfect- Talk about Alex Alex, Alex, Bomb, Bomb, Alex yeah. Bomb, Like that is a all-time perfect T-shirt. Yes, it is. Just popped in my head as we were saying it, talking about T-shirts. Um, but as someone who's covered the team for a really long time and been around the draft, been around this process, been around them scouting quarterbacks, all that stuff, how do you sift through this? Like, how do you kind of read the tea leaves? Are they actually really interested in quarterbacks this year? Are they? Is there a real chance they take one of these guys, or is it more so, for show, due diligence, whatever? Back when I was a, a wee young beat writer, <laughs> back in my early uh, days. Yes, yes. yes. Back when I, you're in the tadpoles of beat yes, reporting. Yes. When... I used to think that they use these visits to smoke screens. Now I don't believe that anymore. Interesting. I think if you're really? bringing if you're bringing somebody into the Novacare, you're not wasting one of those thirty spots so that you hope like people tweet about it and you trick somebody. Mm -hmm. Is there like do they think about it? Maybe, but I don't think they bring anybody in that they don't they don't have interest in. Now, <laughs> now it could be they're bringing Matt Corral in because like. You know, maybe they like him, or sorry, maybe they like don't like him, but they want to like make sure they don't like him, or maybe mm -hmm. they like want to like just get you know one on one time with him, or like a physical thing like that. But I don't think there's anybody that they bring in that it's like well, we're definitely not drafting him. If you are coming to the Novacare, there's a chance that Eagles are drafting you, in my opinion. So with Matt Corral, now he's like his placement of it is interesting, and I think the fifth year option comes back into this, like. He'll definitely be on the board at 15, and I think he'll definitely be on the board at 18. I actually think he's going to be the fourth quarterback drafted. I think it'll be— uh, The top two, then Ritter, then, then him? Then Ritter, then him, okay. right? So, but, like, if you're the Eagles, he's not going to be there at 51, I don't think. And so, if you are if you like him and you want a chance on him, like, what do you do? Do you trade back into the end of the first round? And the reason that's important is because you get the fifth-year option. So, if, if they take him at, like, 45, 40, like, let's say he does fall a little bit— then I think you could say, well, he'll come in here. We'll see how he looks. If he's better than Hurts, great. If not, we took a chance on a quarterback again because we want to take chances. And I think there's stuff to like about Corral. Like, I saw a, a video of him today where, like, he threw the ball 60 yards in the air without fully stepping into it after evading pressure. Like, I don't think Hurts can do that. Like, I saw – I've seen him make throws that I don't believe Hurts can make. So I think he has a better arm than Hurts does. He's not as good of an athlete as Hurts is, but he can definitely run the RPO stuff. He's like he kind of looks like a mini Marcus Mariota to me. Like physically, like he looks like he's that style, that playing type of style. Whereas I think Hertz is definitely like stronger. And I think he'll there's not concerns about Hertz uh getting injured all the time. With Corral, I think there would be those injury the, those injury concerns. But if they like him enough to take him at 40, then it's like you're kind of taking a bit of a flyer on him. But if they actually really like him, I would not rule out them like going into the bottom of the first round to take him. Wow. Like maybe you use that 2024 20, second and you 251 and that 2024 20, second and you move up. But like if they do that, then he becomes like the guy. Like the guy that you think has a legitimate chance of being the quarterback. Fascinating. I I agree with you. I don't like I'm not saying it's total smoke stream, but I definitely I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in the first two rounds. I don't 
But I agree that they certainly could. And I do think it's notable that they keep talking to these guys, that it's, you know, there's interest in. Yeah. And if nothing else, due diligence, like I think, look, I think any smart organization who does not have Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback should do this stuff, right? Like if you're not sold as an organization on Jalen Hurts, which right. all the evidence that we have, all the reading of the tea leaves says that they are at least not sold on him. They they might like him. They might, you know, believe in him this year or whatever, but they are not sure that Jalen Hurts, and look, their their experience with Carson Wentz tells them they shouldn't be sure with anybody, right? Anything like, can happen at any moment. Very smart. Yes. So I think I think that they're going to do due diligence on quarterbacks no matter what, and I appreciate that about them as a franchise. I think it's the smart thing to do. I just, the way they've handled this offseason, I just don't think that they're that interested in this quarterback class. I don't disagree with you on that. And now another part of this is like they could call Hugh Freeze, who's Malik Willis's college coach, and talk to him for an hour just so he can get a read on like where they think Malik Willis is going. Yeah, because that's another if, good point. If they know more where Malik Willis is going, then they know you know a, a certain player is going to drop or whatever. And I guess with Corral, it could kind of be the same thing. Like I think the Eagles are very good at information gathering, which is very important. But the smokescreen thing, like I don't get what the smokescreen is. Yeah. Like everybody believes Eagles are interested in a quarterback. Is there any team out there that goes looks at fifteen and eighteen and goes, oh no, they're they're not taking a quarterback? No, so I, so well, I don't get what the smokescreen is. Well, I think the smokescreen, the idea of the smokescreen, at least as I would interpret it, is that you don't want Matt Corral, and Matt Corral is probably a worse example than like Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or whatever. But you don't want those guys, but you want teams who want those guys to trade in front of you to take those guys to make sure but they're I think off teams the board. Already probably think that. I, I'm just saying, yeah. like you're you're adding to it. You're just making it so like if there's a team. The 14th pick is on the draft, and one of those QBs is on the board, and one of those QBs is there. You want a team saying, I got to get in front of the Eagles and take this quarterback now so the player the Eagles want at 14 doesn't go to the team that's picking at 14 who's not going to take a quarterback. Like, I think that's right. at least the idea behind so, it. Look, ultimately, if the Eagles don't want one of these quarterbacks, they want as many possible to go before their pick, right? For sure. They want, they want four quarterbacks to yeah. get in the top 15, you know, whatever. Now, the other part of this is the Eagles don't just, like, call the NFL and go, Make, like Matt Corral's coming in. The agent has to agree to come in. So like that's inter- that's an interesting point of this, where the player's not going to do it just to right. If if, if Matt Cor- you, if Matt Corral thinks there's no that, chance, yeah. He, yeah, like it's a scheduling thing, that's like a all that stuff. Too. And right. the, the other interesting part of this is, I think it's interesting that Sauce Gardner agreed to come. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that Kevon Thibodeau agreed to come. Um, like these are guys that most people think are going to go in like the top seven or eight. So. A, either like they want a safety net that if for whatever reason they fall to 15. like And look, we've seen year after year after year after year, just because a mock draft says someone's going in the top 15 doesn't mean that person's yeah, going in the for top sure. 15. Yeah, for sure. So I think if the Eagles if the Eagles bring someone in for a visit, there's a like a you know a realistic chance. If you're doing a mock draft, like just do it of the guys that they brought in and you'll get more right than wrong. Speaking of mock drafts. Speaking of mock drafts. We're going to get there in a second. First, download the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Uh, it has... Pennsylvania sports fans covered for betting on all the action you can in New Jersey as well. Now the app is fun. It's easy to use. It's a brand new app. It is so much nicer than the old app. Just super fun. Again, you can find everything really easily. And more than anything, when we're doing this stuff, we're watching all these sports. It's just fun to have some action on it. We got some basketball games tonight. It's technically not the playoffs, but it's, you know, playoff-ish basketball. We'll go. I've been very confident that uh, that Philly is going to beat Toronto. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the odds, like that's one of the things that has me a little worried. I, I haven't looked recently, but like, or actually I shouldn't have looked since we started. 
But I think like Toronto is like plus one fifty, yeah, plus one sixty, something like that. Like that's a little telling. It is. I'm the one who's a lot more nervous about this series than you are. We'll talk about this on the pod. So uh, either tomorrow or Thursday, whenever the Parks Picks pod comes out, you'll hear our full thoughts next. We're going to dive into that, dive into all the series, what basketball we watched tonight, what's coming on. But there's so much action to bet on. Of course, baseball's back. You bet on baseball. Who's going to home run? Who's going to get a strikeout? All that type of fun stuff. Who's going to come in and air? You could bet on that. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah. Tough beat. Hates this place. Yeah. uh, You know, hey. Feel happens. bad for him. He's I got do too. He's, he's got great hair. hair. Like it's a real shame. <laughs> I feel bad for him. He's got amazing hair. For someone to have that good of hair and to seem very cool, it's got to suck for him that he's like, I just can't feel the ball. It's a really good. Like point. I'm so close. That, I can hit. I look the, cool. That is the, I was a third overall pick, and yeah. I literally can't feel the that ball. That is and the progression of thoughts too. It's like you know, I, I can play baseball. I got great hair. Yeah. I can't feel the sucks. Got a cool yeah. necklace he wears. Yeah. Chain. Yeah. Good. You just can't feel live in game betting. By the way, don't forget about it. I always forget about. It. I'm watching Toronto. Did you do it last night? No. So uh, opening day, I'm watching. Forget about it. <laughs> I'm wa- Yeah. No, but I'm. Wa- I, that's my point. I'm watching Toronto and uh, Texas, and Toronto's down seven nothing, and I'm like, Toronto's gonna win this game. They have a great lineup. Like I just, it feels like it. Wow. Down Didn't seven. Didn't even open up the app like an idiot. Like wow. what am I doing? Think of the shekels like, you could have made. Odds or something. Yeah. Awesome. So do the live in game betting. Bet on these games, it's so much fun. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $750. New customers, $750. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. A lot of shekels. Yeah, it's a lot of shekels. You bet on that and the in-game betting on plus $600. You're, you're plus with the playoffs ready. coming. Like I think NBA playoffs, we've, we've talked a lot about how fun it is to bet regular season. The playoffs are more fun because everybody's elite. trying all it's the time. It's elite. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, is they going to show up tonight? Yeah. Yep. It is great. So that's the deal. Again, new customers get your first bet risk-free up to $750. Dollars. Just download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pabetparks.com and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your first bet risk free up to $750. You must be 21 in Pennsylvania uh, or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. That's my impersonation of you after that's the read. That's good. That's yeah. why I like you. <laughs> strong. I like That's it. what you always do. All right. All right. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to have some fun. You want me to lead into this? Well, you got to. I mean, okay. I don't even have the computer in front of me. We're going to do a little mock draft simulation. Live. I These are, Live. Really, these are really fun So explain tools. to the listener how this works. All right. So this is the draftnetwork.com. I'll give Love them it. a bit of a plug. Eh, we don't need to plug. Well, yeah, probably not. But so basically <laughs> what it does is it runs a simulated mock draft, and then you can pick it. Like, sorry, right, now there's 14 players off the board. And we're going to pick for the Eagles at wow. 15 and 18. Wow, this is like so much pressure. It's basically like we're Howie Roseman and Andy Wilde. I love this. Yeah. Okay, this is great. I think so, I would be Howie, by the way. Oh, well, you, oh yeah, you're definitely Howie and I'd be Andy Wilde, for sure. You're the football guy? I'm the football guy. Yeah, it's true. I just mean personality You did play the wise. game. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Andy Wilde's kind of boring. That's true. I'm not boring. Yeah, you're more talkative yeah. than him. That's true. It's a good point. Yeah, Andy Wilde's like very stoic. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here was, so we ran the draft. I'm going to read you the order. Maybe this can be a chance to, like, we can give our takes on if we think this happens or not. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one, Aiden Hutchinson. I think this is definitely happening. So I do, too. Have you seen, like, the recent buzz? About what? Trayvon Walker at no, number one. No so way. just the betting markets are reacting a little bit, apparently. Like, I mean, our old buddy Mike K, who knows Jacksonville pretty well, talking about it's real. So. No way. <laughs> There is no way they are taking Trevon Walker. I don't Walker, see it either. I don't see it either. But there is buzz about it. So, yeah. like, I guess the only way I would say is they're the Jaguars. But like, yeah. there's no way 
They would be crazy. Just trade back two picks. It'd be insane. Yeah, Yeah. let someone else go get Aiden Hutchinson. And I like I like Trayvon Walker, but like, dude, I thought it like he would be there at fifteen initially. It's so funny to watch how he's. Yeah, he's a top five pick now. It seems. So, did you see the Peter Schreger tweet about trading fifteen, eighteen for three? No. So Peter Schrager of NFL. Like, <laughs> you know, this but, happens all the time. When I, yeah. I I'll say this to Chris, and I'm like, so "Did you hear the story about?" I'll and then be like, you say the story, yeah. right? I'm like, did you see like the picture of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson? And she goes, "No." And then I'm like, "Well, there was a picture." <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. it. That's the story. It's good. The whole story. Um. All right. So the the rumor. It wasn't even a rumor, but it was like a hypothetical. Would you trade number fifteen and eighteen for number three? I don't think so. I don't think I would either. Again, it's all dependent, right? Like if we get to 15 well, if Hutch, let's and, say Hutchinson's at three, then I'm, yes, I would, I would go, do. He, Hutch, I would do it for Hutchinson. Hutchinson's the only player I'd give up both picks in the first round yeah. for. I think I agree. I would go up and get Hutchinson. Trayvon Walker would be interesting though if he's there at three. I would, I would consider it for Trayvon Walker. I, mean, I don't think I would. I like him, but like they do. But man, you got to be certain. So the of, way that Hutchinson's on the board at three is if it goes Walker one. If 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 for some reason this buzz is real, and right. they are the Jaguars. It's Trent Baalke. So like you never know what's gonna happen there. I mean, they gave all these guys all these absurd contracts right. where we're just in there like, what the bleep are they doing? You know, wouldn't be that jogging. And then Malik Willis goes too. Well, so all right, so this is what happens. Oh, so, buddy. In our mock Hutchinson draft right on the now, board, yeah. the Eagles straight up. Let's go. Yeah, I, mean, I would look, do that in a second. I, I wouldn't would even think twice. I would, too. To get Hutchinson, I, I would yeah. as well. All right, so Aiden Hutchinson one, Malik Willis two, which I do think is like a real possibility. Look, I think it's a good thing. I think you want Detroit to take Malik Hutchinson or Malik Willis two for a number of reasons, but I think the biggest one being what we were just talking about before is that you want as many teams who you think are going to be horrible this year we're going to be at the top of the draft next year to have their quarterback. Yeah. If you're hedging your bets. Well, so. not, if I'm the Lions, I'm definitely taking Malik Willis. Like, what? I, I know Jared Goff isn't the answer. Like, what? I'm taking, like, uh, an edge well, rusher the there. The idea is, is you're horrible again and you get one of those great quarterbacks next year. Yeah, but year. I'd rather take a chance on Malik Willis and I can just take a chance on a quarterback next year, too. You would draft quarterbacks in the top five back-to-back years? If I'm the Lions, the Lions are not going to be relevant until they find a quarterback. They have nothing else going for them. So you're just saying just... Screw it! Every well, look year, what the Cardinals did. They took Rosen. Yeah, he didn't work out. And then they... I know, but that was a very risky move in the well, moment. Well, it worked out though. Kinda. I mean, is well, Kyler that good? Well, that's a different discussion. Yeah. But I mean, like they, Joey, they, Ro- Joey Rosen was not. They are way yeah, better Josh quarterbacks. Rosen, yeah. All right. So Aiden Hutchinson one, Malik Willis two, which wow. I think this is how it's going to play wow. out. Uh, Walker at three to the Texans. Okay. Um, Evan Neal, the tackle to the Jets, which I sure. think is going to happen. Sure. Um, I can never pronounce this guy's name. The uh, EK, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Giants. Him going to the Giants at Giants five. Giants are taking one of those two guys if they're there. Agreed. Obviously. They will take a tackle at five. Uh, Thibodeau at six to the Panthers. I think this is where you could see Kenny Pickett go. But I mean, I'm torn on t- on uh, on Thibodeau because on, on one hand, I'm like he was the dude going into last yeah, year. Like, he was like the guy. A lot of stuff you don't love when you kind of hear people talk about him. It's like. Eh. I saw someone compare him to Josh Rosen's personality. Actually, yeah. I'm not. I don't know if that's. I don't think that's a bad thing. But like, I like Josh Rosen. Yeah, I mean, he Rosen Rosen didn't work out. So Thibodeau's a guy. I think they could move up for. Like, if he falls to nine, I could see them moving up, sure. and we Which, don't get up an extra first to yeah. do it. I do think actually it'll be pretty easy to move around because, like, for whatever we might, whatever like you know the reports that he might go number one. Like, is there that big of a difference between Trevon Walker and Jermaine Johnson? Like I like there is, but like, is there like a twelve spot difference? Right. Yeah. And they, all these guys, like, I could see Kyle Hamilton falling into the tens. They're, I could see Kyle Hamilton falling, especially after his pro day and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I think that it'd be pretty easy for the Eagles to move up because I think teams well, are going to have a lot of guys bunched why in I'm there. I'm not like, and again, for the right guy, I'm down to move up, but that's why I'm also not gung ho about moving up. 
because I think you get a really really good players at 15 and 18. Yeah, it seems like one of those drafts that is that is really you know not super top heavy, just kind of even throughout. But there's a lot of good players through those first couple rounds. I think I agree with that. All right, uh, Thibodeau at six to Carolina, uh, Kyle Hamilton at seven to the Jets. I'm sorry, to the Giants. I wanted him. <laughs> oh, to the Giants. The too. Giants. Oh yeah. God, I do hate the Giants having two top ten picks. He's a guy I think the Eagles would de- would be interested in for obvious reasons, but also he's not a measurable guy. Like, and I think the Eagles don't care about that. So I think like they would not be as concerned as other people are about his. I mean, look, they drafted Rager who had a bad forty time. So, um, <laughs> but Garrett, he ran fast in the next yeah. gen stats on the field. Garrett Wilson, <sighs> number eight to Atlanta. I'm. I'm fine without Garrett Wilson. I'm not a big... I like Garrett Wilson, but again, I'm I'm fine with him going before the Eagles too. Sauce Gardner at nine to the Seahawks. Okay. Uh Derek Stingley at ten to the Jets. Wow. I do think he goes top ten. Oh wow. So you oh wow. Okay. I, I do. I mean he tested well. He's healthy. Like I think the farthest he falls is like eleven or twelve. Wow. I don't think he's getting okay. to the Eagles. Um Drake London at eleven. I really like Drake London. I would be interested in potentially moving up for him if he was still on the board. I think those are clearly the top two wide receivers in Wilson and him in terms of, of the way they're being viewed in the drafts and whatnot. Yes. I, I, I think, think Jameson I Look, yeah. I, I would take Jameson Williams. Over I would Bowden. too. Well, we got let's a few picks, let's yeah. say. Um, Andrew Booth, the cornerback out of Clemson at 12 to Minnesota. I really got to learn more about these cornerbacks. Like yeah, I the, know. I, I know the nothing Trent about McDuffie this guy. The Trent McDuffie guy seems yeah, like they could too. really take him. Yeah. I don't know a ton about him. Uh, Charles Cross, the tackle out of Mississippi State. Fine. Don't know if I've ever heard of him. Yeah, 14, <laughs> 14, Jermaine Johnson. Like, that's someone, I think if the Eagles could draft out their perfect first round within reason, It'd be him falling to he 50. would be the pick I love 15. that guy. I We did on WIP, they asked us to do our top three realistic pick for the Eagles. Um, you know. Yeah, I did it. Charge of the website. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Nicobe Dean. Oh, of no, course. I had my other two guys were Jordan Davis and Jermaine Johnson. Like, those are the two guys who I thought realistically wow, could no, be Wow, no, Jamison Williams. No, those are my two guys. I, defense, baby. I well, would take three, James Williams. Yeah, three well, guys. Nicobe Dean. Also defense. I know. I yeah, picked said three two defense. defense. No, I, but now I said after. I picked three defense oh, guys. Yes, okay, I would right. be happy with two defense guys taken. With the oh, I see what you're saying. Time. Okay. You'd be okay going 15 and 18. Yes, absolutely. All right, so Jermaine Johnson at 14. I think if he gets that far, the Eagles are moving up for him. Like Possible. If, it depends. I mean, look, they might like. They might be ecstatic that Jordan Davis is still on the board right here. We don't know. I, all right, so here's who's on the board right now with the Eagles on the clock at 15. Nicobe Dean, taking him. Well, I'm going to read, like, you know, <laughs> just a bunch of different names. So yes. Kenny Pickett, Jamison Williams, Jordan Davis, um, Devontae Wyatt, who I don't think they're going to draft him. He's someone that I think People maybe— People like him yeah. the Eagles, yeah. Desmond Ritter, uh, Trent McDuffie, Linderbaum, Linderbaum the uh, offensive Santa. lineman out of Iowa— uh, George Karloftis from board. Purdue is on the board. Devin Lloyd, um, Chris, I, someone on the pod Olave? made fun of me that I said it wrong. Is it Olave? I think it's Olave. Yeah. All right, How did I, you say it? I don't even remember. I thought you said it right. Um, Traylon Burks is still on the board, and I'm almost Nicobe Dean is still on the board. Yeah, he is. I, so uh, Nicobe, so we're doing this like if we're the Eagles. Yeah, right? we are the Eagles. So not like well, we're running the show. Now what James we think Seltzer being no, no, super, we're, we're, I could say Nicobe Dean. I'm not. I think Dean has more likely to fall eighteen. If this, if Dean's going to be there at 18. If I it just... plays out this way for me, I'm taking Jordan Davis. I think he is the most elite wow, really? upside I'm player on the that. board right now. He's a defensive lineman. Give me my defensive lineman. I think Jordan Davis is a baller. I think that dude's an awesome player. I'd be very happy if I get him at 15. So I like Jordan Davis as well. I, and I do like just taking someone off the Georgia defense. Like yes. I think that sometimes you look at their numbers and you're like, oh, they weren't great, but they had so much talent. Like It all had to be spread around. Um, my only concern with him is, is like, is he a workout warrior? 
but that could just be my lack of knowledge about like where he was viewed initially. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he really jumped up after he the combine. He was always a, a top twenty pick. Okay. Yeah. So if if I if the Eagles are on the board right now, I don't think they're going to take Jordan Davis. Although he is the Fletcher Cox replacement, mm-hmm. you can like compare them athletically. Yeah. I would take Jamison Williams, but I also think he could be there at eighteen. Yeah, I think he will be there at eighteen. I think you're right that the smart pick here is Jordan Davis because I don't think he makes it to 18. Then I think it, at so 15's gone. There's two more picks. You're guaranteed Jamison Williams or Nicobe Dean or Nicobe yeah, Dean. Me. Well, not really. I guess both of them could go in between. Right, but I mean George Karloftis. I'm, I'm not worried. Devin I'm so Lloyd. Yeah, you know, there's good players on the. That's that's what we were talking about before. With like, no matter how these shake out, like there's going to be good players on the board for the Eagles. Certainly at 15, like guys we're excited about. All right, so we're agreeing on Jordan Davis. I I yes, absolutely. Should we ask Jeffrey Lurie? Do you get it? Do you get hey, it? Hey, Jeff, we're, we got a tie here. Can you break the tie? Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. He's an a, a plus kid. A, a, All yeah. I know is he's a, he's a good kid, so we're good with it. Well, bad news bears. Jamison Williams went next. No. So, yeah. So, no. See, I, like, I wish I would have just taken Jamison Williams. I know Williams. you do. I, I, I overthought that. All right. Jordan Davis went 15 to the Eagles. 16, Jamison Williams. I mean, it made my next pick pretty easy. I, I, good news. 17, Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle. Not oh, no. All right, 18. Pickett, Nicobe, Pickett's Nicobe, still on the board. Nicobe Raiders Dean. on the board. I mean, if I'm running the show, I'm taking Kobe Dean. What would you do? I mean, it's very clear. Right I'm, honestly, I'm disappointed. I should have taken James. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm still sitting there and thinking like, oh, I messed up. I tried you're to shook. be too this smart. This is where you go on tilt. This is why yeah. you're not general manager. Uh, what would I do here? <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't like any of these guys, really. I mean, like, I don't love any of them. I guess I'd take N'Kobe Dean. Yes! I'll take N'Kobe Dean. All right, Dean. so what, how about this? Since that was my draft, I basically made those picks. Let's do one more, and it's yours. Okay. All right, so my, it. I get Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean with 15 and 18. I'm running circles around the studios, wherever well, I'm at. everyone's loving you, yelling too. at the top of my lungs how happy I am. All right, Way so to go, Seltzer. now I'm going to do it again real quick. Fire Howie, hire Seltzer. That's what I'm So it's saying. going Evan Neal, Hutchinson, Walker, Whoa, 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 hold up. So that was an Evan Neal Hutchison one, too. Yeah. Oh, oh buddy. Ahmad Gardner's still gone. This, Kyle this, Hamilton, this, top 10. This mock draft simulator is drunk. I love it. I know. All right, 15. Ooh, Drake London and Jamison Williams are on the board. I'm taking Williams. I think that would make me the happiest. Okay. Like, I believe in Follow him. Your guy. He's an offensive player. I, like ja- I think Jamison. I think he's a star. I think he's a star. I agree with like I, I think he's star and he's potential. a perfect compliment for Smith, like someone who can go deep, has the speed, the you know, that kind of stuff. Love it. All right. So I took him at fifteen and then it went Drake London and Jordan Davis, which sucks because I would have taken either of them. Literally what anybody else went. Um I don't like George Karloftis. I'll take Nicobe Dean. Yes. I'll take Nicobe Dean and just Dean, hope he's birds. a stud. Trust in the Georgia defense. Yeah, I think that would be my vote. Okay. I'm happy with either of those. If I get James Williams and Dean, I'm ecstatic. And again, they're not going to take Dean. I really hope. I don't know, man. I I don't know about that as much as you do. I love that. Give me that positive. I wouldn't rule it out is all I'm saying. Like, I think there's like a, I mean, what's the highest percentage of any player they're going to take? Like, it's all relatively low. Like, I, yeah. So I would say he had, there's like a 5% chance. Wow. I don't think that, but I like it. Um. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, you had a reality show. Yes. So the reality show on Netflix, this will be my final thought. Uh It's called The Ultimatum. Basically what they do (laughs) is- Oh, I love it already. I love it already. So they took seven couples and one or the other gave them an ultimatum. So the girl said, 
like marry the, me or marry whatever. me or else, right? Yeah. So they put the seven couples in like a, a hotel, like they're all staying in the okay. hotel. And for three weeks. So, so hold on, real quick, they, real quick. Does this show start with the ultimatum? Like, how does it ex- yes, explain the ultimatum? Yes, they're all there because of the ultimatum. Like, so, e- either the boy or the girl in the couple said, we're going on the show because of the ultimatum. Give me some examples of the ultimatums that you saw on the show. Like, what were some of the ones? Well, like, like, I'm one, assuming Mary is one of them. It's all Mary. Like, oh, all the ultimatums oh, oh, the are getting married. Is, is you have to marry me. Yes, the ultimatum is one person is ready Was to marry. Was it always and, the woman in the, or were there guys who, who I don't remember. Ultimatum? I don't okay. remember. Okay. But okay. it wasn't like billed as always all the women. I think it might have been, but there might have been one or two guys. Okay. So basically the the one person says, we're going on the show the show because I'm ready to marry you. Another person is not. So that's the show. <laughs> oh so so ridiculous. They, they put all these couples and they this all, so they all technically break up. They all go out on like to the bar and they like flirt with each other. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What do you mean they break up? The, the, I, I, the get ready. Get ready. So, wasn't so, the whole point like, you, I want to marry you? And yeah. It's like, so ah, it's the whole up. point is to like test if this is the person you know you want to be with. Uh-huh. So they all go out at night and like drink and like all flirt with each other like incestually. <laughs> oh, oh my and, God. And like then you, then you have to decide who you want to live with for the next three weeks besides your significant other. What? So like. What? Yes. And so they what all. What kind of show is this? Dude. And they all, like, I don't want to, any spoilers, but, like, they essentially, it's like they just cheat on each other for three weeks. Like, that's <laughs> oh essentially the God. show. And then at the end of the three weeks, you have, then at the end of the three weeks, you, you, live, decide you, get you live with your original partner for three weeks. And then at the end of that, you decide if you want to get married or not. How insane is this? That is I was literally watching this with, with, with Kristen. I'm like, how would any couple survive this? Of course, you just cheated on you for three and then, weeks. And then imagine, like, watching the show later, and there's all these clips where, like, the one saying that, like, you know, in the camera, like, Man, I love my original person, but like I could really see myself happy with this person. They're like kissing and stuff. Oh it's it's insane. It's insane. Yo, all right, we gotta go because you have to go on the radio now. Yes, but, but it's a ridiculous I don't even show. Have a final thought because that was awesome. What yeah. a ridiculous! Like I don't watch these type of shows, as you know. I'm like mildly intrigued, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you can get through the wild. first like 20 minutes, I, my jaw was on the floor. Sounds I'm like awesome. I'm like none of these couples are gonna make it. There's no way any of them are going to come back. Wow, yeah, I love it. Is ridiculous. I'm too busy watching Severance, which you bailed on. I know. I should pick Go it back up. Go back and watch. The finale of Severance, by the way, oh, buddy, amazing. Like an yeah. amazing season finale. Phenomenal it's hard stuff. to pick shows back up, but maybe I will. I know. Well, how many th- did you get in? Three, I think. Oh, so you just stopped right away after we talked about it. You watched three and you're like, I'm done. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I stopped once I was watched. I'd watched all that were out, and then we didn't pick it back right. up once again. So to everyone out there, don't be an Elliot. Watch Severance. Good it is the advice. best show on television in a long time. Seems like people really like it. It's fin- yeah, and the finale was super yeah, well received. Yeah, like it's a lot of Twitter buzz. People were talking about it. It yeah. was because it was phenomenal. It's yes. really great. The tweets so, were the tweets were talking. Check it out. We'll be back with the Parks Picks show either tomorrow or Thursday, and of course at Parks on Saturday. He's Elliot James. Talk to you guys soon.